Welcome to this episode of Come Follow Me, Disciples Journey. I want to talk about Section 93, even just briefly. Um, so this last week, my wife had a baby. Pause for applause. And then I tell you, it's our fifth baby. Less applause. Um, just kidding. But uh, So yeah, we had a baby, kind of a whirlwind, you know, having a new child. Um, and then there were some issues, um, with my wife's health after the baby, uh, after being released from the hospital, two ER visits, and then being readmitted in the hospital, uh, we're, we're back home and she's, she's good now. Um, but, you know, needless to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, I didn't have a whole lot of time to record an, an episode or episodes about section 93 but she is home feeling much better doing doing well and we've got some family help and things so i wanted to, to touch on section 93 at least briefly um section 93 is is part of this narrative of light that we've we've kind of been discussing over the last several weeks section 50 section 88 and then into section 93 and what light is and where you can find light um and uh you know what i wanted to maybe do is just share a few thoughts on light and some of the words surrounding light that we learned that we've that have been associated with light as we've studied in those sections and other sections of the last few weeks when we when we read the word light we often see it um associated with truth and with the spirit and with glory and what we learn as we as you start to study those words is they are connected they are related they are really the same concept and so when we learn that when the lord says that his work and his glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man we could say that that is his truth that is his uh that is his his glory. What brings him glory? We and when we think of the light of and the glory of God and and it being so you know, physically blinding to to mortal man, what is it that makes that glory and that light? It's truth. It's a knowledge of truth. It's the Spirit. Um, and so I invite you this week to look out specifically. Um, although this is a late episode, obviously, but for those of you who may have not gotten through the entire section yet, or who may be reading it again, I invite you to look for those words, truth, light, spirit, and glory, and how they uh, relate. The crowning, I think, theme, I guess, I don't know, a key theme to section 93 comes early on, and it's in verse 1, and it's a promise to those who forsake sin, and it's that, they will that we and keep the commandments, and it's that we will see his face and know that he is. In his words, it says, "Shall see my face and know that I am." This is uh, reminiscent and echoes something that the Lord told us in section eighty-eight that we would learn um, that we that we could get a taste and a glimpse of His Spirit and of Him. And then he culminated in you know the middle part of section 88 by telling us that we could see him and would see him. Bruce R. McConkie 
uh, taught that this could be fulfilled in this life. He said, we have the power and it is our privilege so to live that becoming pure in heart, we shall see the face of God while yet while we yet dwell as mortals in a world of sin and sorrow. This is the crowning blessing of mortality. It is offered by that God who is no respecter of persons to all the faithful in his kingdom. And President Kimball taught, I have learned that we, excuse me, I have learned that where there is a prayerful heart, hungering after righteousness, a forsaking of sins, and an obedience to the commandments of God, the Lord pours out more and more light until there is finally power to pierce the heavenly veil to know more than man knows. A person of such righteousness has the priceless promise that he shall one day see the Lord's face and know that he is. As we have learned, and we will continue to learn in this session, that light cleaves to light as we continue on the covenant path, as President Kimball said, and we receive more and more light, that light gives us power. That light is truth. And as we come to know truth, truth is a knowledge of things as they really were, as they really are, and as they really will be. The world has its own definition of truth. The world will say, look, a political opinion, look at these polls, so this must be, this must be true. Look at the scientific data, this must be true. Truth, real truth, can only be learned through the Spirit, because it is the Spirit. Truth, light, Spirit, glory. Eternal truths can only be learned from the eternal source, and they do not change based on public opinion or what we think or what we say. And so I was going to, told you I'd be brief this episode, and I have a whole heap of notes from my studies last week, um, but I won't share them this week. I'm going to just close with this uh, thought from President Kimball about truth. It's fairly lengthy, but I'll read it, I'll read it in its entirety. Um, but as he talks and teaches, the absolute truth is independent and understood only by the Spirit. He said, the truth is spherical. If all of the seven billion, or however many are now, people in the world think it flat, they are in error. That is an absolute truth, and all the arguing in the world will not change it. We learn about the absolute truths by being taught by the Spirit. These truths are independent in their spiritual sphere and are to be discovered spiritually, though they may be confirmed by experience and intellect. The great prophet Jacob said, The Spirit speaketh truth, wherefore it speaketh of things as they really are and of things as they really will be. We need to be taught in order to understand life and who we really are. The gods organized and gave life to man and placed him on the earth. This is absolute. It cannot be disproved. Pause for just a quick note. Absolute truth exists. The world wants us to believe that there is no absolute truth. The world wants us to believe that truth is relative. Then that because truth is relative, morals can be re- relative. But there is light and darkness. There is wrong and right. There are absolutes. Back to President Kimball, he said, A million brilliant minds might conjecture otherwise, but it is still true. And having done all this for his father's children, the Christ mapped out a plan for the life of man, a positive and absolute program whereby man might achieve, accomplish, and overcome, and perfect himself. Again, these vital truths are not matters of opinion. They were then your opinion. If Sorry, if they were then your opinion, it would just be as good as mine or better. But I have... I give you these things not as opinion. I give them to you as divine truths, which are absolute. 
Experience in one field does not automatically create experience in another field. Experience in religion comes from personal righteousness and from revelation. The Lord told the prophet Joseph Smith, all truth is independent in that sphere in which God has placed it. A geologist who has discovered truths about the structure of the earth may be oblivious, but oblivious to the truths God has given us about the eternal nature of the family. If I can only make one thing clear, it will, if I can only make clear this one thing, it will give us a basis on which to build. Man cannot discover God or his ways by mere mental processes. One must be governed by the laws which control the realm into which he is delving. To become a plumber, one must study the laws by which govern plumbing. He must know stresses and strains and temperatures at which pipes will freeze, laws which govern steam and hot water, expansion, contraction, and so forth. One might know much about plumbing and com complete, be a complete failure in training children or getting along with men. One might be the best of bookkeepers and yet not know anything about electricity. One might know much about buying and selling groceries but be absolutely ignorant of, in bridge building. One might be a great authority on the hydrogen bomb yet know nothing of banking. One might be a noted theologian yet be wholly untrained in watchmaking. One might be the author of the law of relativity and yet know nothing of the creator who originated every law. I repeat, these are matters of not these are not matters of opinion. These are absolute truths. These truths are available to every soul. Any intelligent man may learn what he wants to learn. He may acquire knowledge in any field though it requires much thought and effort. It takes more than a decade to get in a high school diploma. It takes additional four years for most people to get a college degree. It takes nearly a quarter century to become a great physician. Why? Are you, why? Oh, why do people think that, and they fathom that most the most complex spiritual depths without the necessary experimental? Sorry. Why? Oh, why do people think they can fathom the most complex spiritual depths without the necessary experimental and laboratory work accompanied by compliance with the laws that govern it? Absurd it is that you will frequently find popular personalities who seem never to have lived a single law of God discoursing in interviews on religion. How ridiculous for such a person to attempt to outline for the world a way of life. Spiritual truths come through spiritual methods. And as we gain those truths, we gain light. And as we gain that light, we see further truths. Until, as Elder McConkie said, and President uh, Kimball said, we can pierce the veil and see the face of God. Uh, this, this last week of my wife's health challenges and uh, difficulties, I was brought back to the last time she uh, gave birth to our fourth child. She had very similar complications after birth. Uh, And I'm here to, to testify and tell you that through prayer, through seeking the face of God, we were guided, we were protected, we were comforted, and those blessings came because we had, uh, what's the words that President Kimball just used? We had paid the price in, in, with the uh, necessary experimental and laboratory work accompanied by compliance with the laws that govern those blessings. The Lord is there for us. He's, he's there for you. As you seek him, you'll gain further light and truth and knowledge. Um, like I said, 
And this even went way longer than I thought it was going to go. That quote was pretty long. I wanted to share it. But um, this is a great section with many truths and cross-references, and I invite you to dive deeply into it. Um, Thank you for listening, and hopefully I'll be able to share some uh, thoughts about next week's uh, sections as we study sections 94 through 97. Um, But as I've told you, there may be some interruptions, uh, but I'll do the best that I can, and I really appreciate you all listening. Thanks.